This is an episode of Raroa Recommends. I'm your host, Julia. This week on the show, we are going to be talking about the book Scythe, and we have Sophie, Isla, and Holly here to tell you why you should check it out. Scythe is a 2016 young adult book and is the first book in the Arch of Scythe series. It is set in the far future where death by natural causes has been virtually eliminated thanks to advances in technology and an advanced computer system known as the Thunderhead controls society. Citra and Rowan are chosen to apprentice to a scythe, a role that neither wants. These teens must master the art of taking life, knowing that the consequence of failure could mean losing their own. There are three books in the series and all are available now. To find this book, it should be available in the Raroa Library or check out Waitohi or your local bookstore. My first guest today is Sophie. Sophie, how are you? I'm good, thanks. What's your main reason why our listeners should check it out? I think Scythe has a really incredible storyline full of so many layers that just makes you keep on guessing. With all the twists and turns all throughout it just makes an amazing picture in your head and you can just know what's happening really vividly. The character design is also outstanding with all the unique traits and personalities. You can just sympathise or relate to the characters and it just adds so much to the story. Also the fact that no small point is left behind. Neil Shusterman did such a great job in making sure every single gap was filled in. What was your favourite character in the book? I really liked Citra because all the challenges she had to face on the way to becoming a scythe was really inspiring and the fact that she was so young as well was even cooler. What are some cool world building details from the book? With the world, because since everyone could live forever, I really like how they were revived, how like they had to get a drone over there to collect their body and then take it to a little revive station to um, get them back. Did you enjoy the um, accidents where you could run out of windows and then get revived? Yeah, I just think they got really creative throughout the book. Like some people, they're like jumping out of planes without a parachute, drowning in different ways, like getting eaten by some animals and all that. It's just... It's interesting when people aren't afraid of death, isn't it? Some people, it it depends on who it is. Some people might not want to do it because I'm pretty sure it costs money to get revived because now... Death is the most scariest thing, really, because you can't come back from it. Other things you can. So now that people aren't afraid, there's not really as many challenges to overcome. People can use it as a pleasure. Thanks for coming in, Sophie. Now we have Isla. Hi, Isla. How are you? Hi, I'm good. I'm excited to be here. What's your main reason why our listeners should check the book out? Well, I feel like it's really cool how it's like a utopian book because like I haven't come across many utopian books. It's usually only like dystopian and I feel like that's really cool because it's kind of rare to find utopian books and this is a really, really good book. What's the biggest difference you think in this world? Um, well, a utopian means um, the perfect world and that's literally the first thing established in like the first chapter. Like, so they're living in this perfect world, like they can't die unless a scythe gleans them. They um, can live like a really long life like, and they like have nanites to like help them from like feeling really strong emotions. So like nobody's really that sad for so long and stuff. So it's just this like perfect world and dystopian is the opposite where if it's the future, everything is crumbled and it's all in chaos and it's bad. Whereas in the utopian, it's all perfect. Also like there's no more like world hunger, global warming has stopped. Like all the world problems that we see today, they've gone, they've vanished. 
Where do you think they've gone? The Thunderhead, which is the um, this advanced technology thing that just runs society, and it got rid of the world hunger, global warming, stopped all these world problems. Would you like to live in that sort of world? Yes, I would, because it is like basically the dream world that we could only dream of today. And um, it's also just so creative in the book. The author had every little detail sussed out. He knew exactly how to make this world perfect so that there was no like little bits where you wonder, huh, that doesn't make sense. It was like built so well that you could literally just believe it was real. Do you think being around the Thunderhead and Scythe is cool? Yeah, I think that's really cool. I definitely wouldn't want to be around a scythe because, you know, that's a chance of death if they glean you. Gleaning means, like, it's a new word for, like, killing. But, like, the Thunderhead would be so cool. It'd basically be, like, uh, a friend because the Thunderhead can talk to as many people as it wants at once and it's, like, really smart and it's, like, always right. One of the first chapters you get in the book is, like, the Thunderhead saying how it's perfect and it doesn't make any mistakes. If you were a scythe, what would your weapon of choice be? Um, I don't know, because that's obviously a hard question, because, like, I don't know if I would want to kill people. That seems a bit gruesome. Like, I'm a bit squeamish, so. But I'd probably do something, like, quick and, like, simple so they wouldn't, like, suffer, like, a gun. Gleaning is the only permanent way to die, right? Yeah, you can't die in any other way apart from fire or acid. So if you're in an accident with fire or acid, it doesn't usually happen because, like, the Thunderhead makes sure that the fires are put out before it goes to anything serious. But, like, you can't go back from that because you'll be ash. Thanks for joining us, Isla. No problem. It was nice being here. Bye. Bye. Now we've got Holly. Holly, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. What's your main reason why our listeners should check the book out? I like how it shows a version of humanity that have conquered death so people have changed a lot and begun to not fear death as much as like we do today. So people are throwing themselves off buildings just for the fun of it because they know they'll be revived. And whenever someone becomes too old for their liking, they can turn the corner, which essentially means they can go back to whatever age they wanted to be. Nice. Would you want to jump off a building? Probably not. Would you want to be a scythe? No, but that would mean... I would be one because people who don't want to be a scythe are scythes. Good point. Why is that? If someone who wanted to be a scythe was a scythe, they'd just go around killing people nearly, like a lot of people every day, whereas people who aren't, like didn't want to be scythes when they were not scythes, they like just stay within their quota. For the scythes, do you think they're basically Jedi? Yeah, a little bit. I think they are because, one, they have robes just like Jedi and they have the power to kill. They're above the law, so the only law that they have to keep is, like, Scythe law. And the Thunderhead can't talk to them because it can't interfere with whatever they're doing. And their, like, power can sometimes corrupt, like, the order of the world. Who was your favourite Scythe? Either Scythe Anastasia, who's Citra when she was in Scythe, or Scythe Curie, because they both have so much, like, respect for themselves as well as, like, others. And they both, like, stand for what they believe in. Like, they don't change what they believe in just because other people say, no, do this. Why do they have to kill? Because otherwise the human race, like, would grow too much. And then... Would it overpopulate the planet? Yeah, it would overpopulate the planet very quickly. That's what the book tells us. Have you read the other two books? Yes, I have. What do you think of them? I think they're both really good. I think the second one's the best. The story grows a lot in the second book and just becomes more detailed. Thank you, Holly. Thanks for having me.
This week's show was hosted by me, Julia. It was recorded and edited by Eva and Ruby. Our theme music is by Nicholas Alstrom. Our guests with Sophie, Isla and Holly. Thanks as always to CJ and to Raroa Intermediate for supporting the show. Tune in next time to hear our review of Scythe. But before we go, here's one more quick pick from each of us. Sophie. I would recommend the Cherub series because it's full of action and adventure. Isla. I would recommend Cluedo because it's a murder mystery thing like Scythe. Holly. I recommend Peeps because it's full of plot twists to keep the readers and grows. Ruby Grace. I'd recommend Star Wars because Jedi and Scythe are pretty similar. Eva. Um, I'd recommend Star Wars Battlefront because it's really cool and you get to shoot a bunch of bad guys. CJ. I recommend another book by Neil Shusterman called Game Changer. It's about a footballer who travels to parallel dimensions every time he tackles someone. I would recommend the Artemis Fowl series by Ian Colfer. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening.